Happy Halloween! I'm Quinn Lovecraft, and this is 31, a podcast about the places we probably shouldn't have gone. I hope you're all having a wonderfully spooky Halloween. Today, I'm bringing you a slightly different kind of episode. It's a scary story from my real life about a ghost town, one that I went to intentionally, but was completely different than I expected. So get yourself a mug of hot apple cider, some Halloween candy, a cozy fire, and some jack-o'-lanterns as I tell you the tale of Ghost Town. It was just something that we started doing every year. Every year when I was home from college. My dad's birthday is in the summer, so to celebrate, we thought, okay, what what does he really want? What does he like? I definitely get my morbid curiosity from him. So my mom and I especially, we would start to scheme. We started doing this thing that we called kidnapping. And I'm glad that he took that as a joke. He and his twin brother had actually been briefly kidnapped as children, but he thought this idea was more fun than anything. We would put him in the car and we would say, keep your head down and don't look. And then my mom and I and the rest of our family, we would drive to some kind of location in Ohio that was supposed to be haunted or was otherwise really creepy. So it was a surprise when we got there because chances are my dad had heard about the place before. He read all of the books and the blogs about Ohio history. And that's the thing about Ohio is Ohio's kind of become a meme in a way that I can only really describe as like, it's like Ohio is this really flat place that everybody tries to escape from. But if you can't escape from it, you just kind of go a little bit crazy. But the meme doesn't really capture the essence. I mean, that's sure part of it. I I can't really complain too much about it because I'm an expat myself, but I still have a lot of love in my heart for Ohio. There's a lot of beauty and a lot, a lot of strangeness there, more than I've seen in pretty much any other state I've gone. Could be also that I've just explored it more. Cryptids, strange people, asylums that closed or burned down. We found this place called Ghost Town. It's in Finley, Ohio. I remember reading about it first in Weird Ohio, which is part of the Weird U.S. series of books. From what I read, Ghost Town was like this open-air park. It had all of these replicas of buildings, like saloons and things like that, that were supposed to emulate an old western mining town. And even though it was called Ghost Town, they had events there. They had like rock polishing, I think, and there was a little outdoor amphitheater where they would have live music and things like that. There was one aspect of it. I knew it as like, oh, there's like a real cemetery on site and maybe some graves had been disturbed. So that definitely also brought that creep factor to the trip. And we thought it would be fun. And then there were other like haunted places like graveyards and restaurants in the area that we could go on the way there or on the way back. But we thought that this would just be a fun, different thing to do. I knew from the book that it was going to be really run down. And I was a little bit worried because we'd kind of run into this before where we end up making a trip and the place is closed. So I found a phone number. I think it was like through Facebook. I found a phone number. I called. I said, hey, just checking. Is Ghost Town open? And they said, yep. So we were like, okay, great. Because we didn't live in Finley. We lived far enough away from it that it was a bit of a trip. So we made the journey out there. 
I believe I was driving because I remember it was pouring rain at one point, just an absolute downpour, and we could not find the turnoff into Ghost Town. I don't remember seeing any signs. So at one point, it was just raining so hard, and we were like in the middle of nowhere. It really was just like fields and fields and, and some trees. So we pulled off, and we looked at a map. We eventually found out we were right around the corner from it. We turn into Ghost Town, and immediately something is off. There's no staff here. There's no one helping with parking. There's no one even monitoring the grounds. It is completely abandoned. Not only is there not a soul in sight, clearly no one has been here for a long time. The buildings were still standing, but there were like abandoned train cars on the property. There was one that was like a green caboose with bright orange rust kind of sneaking up the sides. There were a couple of shacks around that maybe had been used as storage or administration buildings, but they looked like they were just about to fall over. They weren't labeled with anything. They were completely dark inside. The amphitheater was overgrown. We found the cemetery on site. It was also really overgrown. There was a post that maybe had once been for horses. You could barely see any of the names on the tombstones. There's like this red building that on the side had a rainbow painted on. It looked like it was painted on in chalk. Um, It was really creepy. It was almost like it had been a schoolhouse or something at one point. Um, Other buildings, there was like a Black Swamp Trading Company, Uh, the the general store, a museum, a saloon. Um, There was a place called Noah's Ark Emporium. I mean, it was supposed to kind of have this ghost town aesthetic, so it didn't look too bad from the outside besides just all of the overgrown grass. But then when you looked inside, well, some of them, some of them just had like junk thrown around. They were like wagon wheels and boards and like desks moved around. A lot of dust, a lot of cobwebs, bugs had moved in. But some of them, we looked inside this one building through a window and you could see someone in a chair. Someone with long gray hair looked like an old woman in a rocking chair. The window was really dusty, but we could kind of make out her features. I watched her for a little bit, but I figured she had to be a mannequin. There were a couple of mannequins on site. Some of them were just legs strewn about. If you open up the outhouse, there was a mannequin of a man in a red onesie. But the old woman was definitely the creepiest. I remember watching her just kind of daring her to rock a little bit. It's weird because even in the world of Ghost Town, I don't really know why she was there, just by herself in the corner, in a mostly otherwise empty room. There was this like abandoned red train car. I remember looking at it and thinking, I really feel like we're alone here. But I looked at it and I thought, anybody could be in there right now. Anything. This is not a place many people go. You could stash a body and who would find it? We certainly didn't go into all of the buildings. There was an abandoned hotel too, it just said rooms on it. I feel like people used to stay on site. I wish I had looked a little bit closer at that. Because if anybody was on site, I feel like that's where they would be. So actually, maybe it's a good thing we didn't go near it. 
We didn't stay that long. It definitely felt like we were trespassing. We just had no idea. But it was a place that like so many people had forgotten about that nobody even cared if there were trespassers. We finally left and I just kept thinking, I called someone. I called someone and they said this was open. Who did I call? If you're curious about the history of Ghost Town, Ghost Town, the amusement park that became a literal ghost town, apparently it was built in the 1950s by Lewis and Edward Galitza. They wanted to make an 1880s town, so they actually ended up looking around Ohio for buildings that fit their vision. And when they found one of these buildings, they would take it apart and rebuild it in Ghost Town. And they were really dedicated to authenticity in that they would fill Ghost Town up with antiques. They would fill the general store with old-timey items. They brought a lot of vehicles from the 1880s onto the property as well, which probably explains why there seemed to be these random train cars. The article in Weird Ohio says that if you look in the general store, for some reason there are these severed mannequin heads in the window. I'm really, I guess, pretty grateful that I don't, I don't remember seeing that. And the gravestones that I was trying to remember, so those actually don't have any bodies under them in Ghost Town. The truth is maybe a little stranger. When farmers were plowing their fields and they were, you know, planting their crops, Sometimes they would just find gravestones and they were kind of in the way, so they would donate them to the brothers who put this ghost town together for their makeshift cemetery. Which means, yes, there are a lot of bodies buried under farms that are now just unmarked. Ghost town. It's a really cool idea and kind of sad that it went by the wayside. But apparently someone else thought that too. There seems to be new ownership and Ghost Town is now open again. It hosts festivals, a lot of like children-centric events around corn because yes, some stereotypes about Ohio are very true. They have brought life back to Ghost Town. But that also means not that many people saw or experienced what I did with my family. You look at photos of the events now and... A lot of the abandoned cars and dusty mannequins are just gone. It makes me wonder, what was actually closer to the dream of the Galitzas? Was it the corn festivals for kids? Or was it the really creepy, eerie, haunted, abandoned town that most people forgot about, but where someone told us to go? Thank you for listening to 31. I hope you've had a Halloween that is exactly as eerie and creepy and spooky as you desire. I'll be back soon, but until then, you can check out the photos that I took from Ghost Town on Instagram at 31pod31. And remember, keep curious.